Welcome to those of you who clicked on the link, most likely in your Facebook feed. And uh, this is This Week at Windsor. I'm chatting this evening, uh, I should introduce myself before we start actually, my name's Arden Beach, mm-hmm. uh, member at uh, Windsor District Baptist Church, and joining me, Senior Pastor Jonathan Hoffman, or Dr. J, as he's known to the fans. Good evening. Uh, great to see you, Arden. It's nice to be here in this closet with you. Indeed. This is just about the smallest conference room I've ever been in. Perhaps they need to change the label on the door there. I do have a couple of questions for you, if that's, sure. if, if that's sure. okay. Am I allowed yep, to fire just away? Flip, turn it back on the host. That's, it's not even considered rude. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what I want to know is, what I want to know is, I got a few like best of the week, okay? So you can, so I just want best of the week. You can elaborate or not elaborate as much as you want. So we good? You ready to go? Yep. Boom. Best of the week. So this can, this is sort of from here to last Tuesday, all right? So if it happened last Monday, it, it's out of balance, all right? It doesn't count. All right, so best of the week. Best thing that came across your screen? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We've got Marilee and I have a trivia night. <laughs> We've got a trivia night for her work, and I have been pumping Brooklyn Nine-Nine like you would not believe it has been on 24-7. Is it a trivia night about Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, 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 just Brooklyn wow. Nine-Nine. Yeah. And I, so I was pumping it, like, season by season, and they got in touch with her, and they said, no, no, we got like we don't have time, we've got to focus on this. So I'm, I'm the season five guy now. That's, oh, wow. Yep, as soon as I get home from this thing, back into it. Best human interaction you had this week? Best human interaction I had this week? Uh, Probably, if I think about it, I would say Jess Cole. Yep, she, uh, we were helping her out cooking for the youth group and she just gets straight into it. Yeah, no questions, nothing, nothing's an issue, nothing's a hassle, you just get it done. Bang, 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 out, 5,000 kids fed. Some of them enjoyed it. She, I mean, you know, she was pretty honest about her cooking skills. <laughs> but no, just to, to see her in that, that kind of servant space, yeah. knowing full well that she's got her own kids sitting yep. out there as well and yeah. trying to keep them entertained and also feed all the youth group kids and support her husband in his role. Yeah, it was really cool. Now, this, uh, this is just going to be sort of, hopefully, just like a weekly kind of catch-up, yep. stuff that's going on at church, we have yep. guests coming in, that kind of thing. Yep. I suppose the big news this week was the, uh, the meeting, quarterly meeting on Sunday, mm. uh, which was, uh, I guess, lengthy is a word to, that might describe it. Yeah, in America, we have this, uh, this term called a filibuster. And I think, uh, you know, some people have thrown that around on, on Sunday. If you just sort of talk long enough, you know, people eventually just want to leave. And so they're willing to agree with whatever you say. Um, that's not exactly what we were shooting for. But um, I, think, I think we did want people's hearts to be heard. And I think uh, we got a sense as a, as a team that people were wondering, like, what is it that you guys do? Like, what, what's... For your average churchgoer, yeah. folks don't tend to know what everyone's up to day to day as far as many of us are concerned you get up for a couple of hours on a Sunday morning and that's all we really see of you Mm. so I suppose you guys were coming from just I guess a place of transparency filling people in yeah I think there's some inherent challenges of imposing western ideas of how we gauge productivity how we gauge efficiency when it comes to layering that over pastoral ministry um, and I think you probably what you heard, if you heard a bit of the heaviness, I think there's probably more weariness 
uh, from people. But, you know, to, to me, we're family, right? So you got to be ready to have tough conversations. You got to be ready to hear things that that you might not want to hear because you're trusting in the fact that we're together and, and in being together, we're going to get there. We're, we're not going to, you know, we're not trying to uh, leverage one another. We're, we're trying to just be honest about where we're at and, and together make a good way forward. On the subject of family, something that surprised me in a very good way was the, was the amount of giving we have here at WDBC. Mm. Like, it's a, it's a, an ama- I, I thought personally mm. it was an amazing level, mm. especially given that as Baptists we don't go the whole Pentecostal, you know, the giving message is longer than the actual sermon every, every week kind of deal. Like we don't push it. Yeah. We say this, you know, if, if you want to give, give, here's the details, whatever. Yeah. And we leave it at that. So give me your, give me three takeaways. I mean, I know what it's like from my perspective because I'm sort of coming in, but like, as a churchgoer, if like you're talking to somebody who, who you know, say your colleague at work today and maybe doesn't even go to church, they're like, oh, what'd you do on the weekend? Like, how do you wrap up Sunday afternoon? Like, what do you, what do you say? Okay. Well, I guess, again, giving number one for me was probably yeah. the big one. I was, I was really encouraged by that, yeah. um, which is fantastic. Yeah. Perhaps another one that came out of it was, um, I suppose, I guess, a, a, a bit of an impost, a bit of a time to write your name down, folks. If you're going to be a part of this thing, then step up and be a part of it. You know, it's not a, it's not a Netflix subscription. It's not an RSL club. You know, if you if this is this is real for you, if Jesus is real for you, and if the, the the Christian walk is real for you, and walking with the Spirit is real for you, then perhaps some of that needs to kind of come out a little bit. The other one, and we we didn't need a meeting for it, from my perspective. But we just have dedicated. We de- we have a dedicated leadership team. That's awesome. I'm glad that I'm glad that came through. That means we sorted out all our tips during the week, so it's all good. <laughs> we can look past the accents. Tell me about Arden. Um, I feel like every time I open my mouth, people get a picture of me and who I am. Yeah, Ray Romano. If you listen to that. <laughs> you got me with that. One. You got me with that. One. Did I ever tell you once I was at a I was at a meeting with other people in the Baptist Association and I was doing a devotion and I was feeling a little bit nervous going in like how am I going to connect with these people I have no idea who they are and they're all sort of you know muckety mucks um, involved in, in in the Baptist scene and so I walked in and I just that your comment jumped into my head oh this is Ray Romano. And so I said, okay, everyone, I'd like you to bow your heads and pray. And I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. I am not Ray Romano. And half of the room <laughs> just, just pop their head right back up, busted out laughing. So uh, anyway, I've, I, I get that. But what I wanted to hear, what I wanted to know about you is a little bit more of your, your experience, your journey. Like you used to sit behind a microphone. Tell me, what was, what was your experience in the field of voice media uh yeah so i was uh i was the breakfast host at uh, 2bs in bathurst commercial radio station there for uh, gosh five or six years current affairs local news um, interviews musicians coming on special guests yeah who are the worst guests like the, the ones that you just don't want you don't have to name them specifically <laughs> but like just like like the ones you're like oh man how am i going to survive this the work yeah, I suppose the worst category of guests were just the people from the community that were coming up to try and talk about an event or whatever they had on, 
because they were just, they were really passionate and obviously they wanted it to work and happen and stuff. But you put them in, you turn that mic on, and they just shut down. Now you, were, I don't know if we could call you like a WDBs. See celebrity, but like I think if we had celebrities, like you would be one because you know we have the we have the you did the Christians and Cars thing, right? Yeah. Christians and Cars getting coffee, which yeah. uh, thank you Jerry Seinfeld, great title. We ripped it off shamelessly. Totally stole it. Totally stole it. Um, but I think uh, you know you and Jerry Seinfeld, yeah, close enough, right? Similar incomes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you find that? Did you find people engage with that? Was it like was it like pulling teeth? Is it is it something people have missed? It's been a while since we've been able to do it. Yeah, yeah. No, um, people and quite like extremely humbling. People really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I've had tons of people asking for it to come back. Um, it was never really meant to, to be anything big. It was just some extra content to stick into the the sermons, the online sermons. Once COVID hit, just to kind of add some light and shade. Um, but yeah, everyone really, really loved it. So I do have some more people in mind if there's ever like a comeback tour. Um, I'd love to do some more one day. But. And I, I guess I owe you an apology for mixing your idea of Christians on couches catching COVID, but I just didn't think it was going to fly. Look, it was the worst. It was the worst. People could hardly speak. As somebody who sits out in a pew who has to listen to somebody like me talk uh, for a long time. Endlessly. Endlessly. <laughs> Um, if someone who has to listen to that uh, gets to listen to that, I mean, <laughs> uh, as, as someone who gets to listen to that, uh, what do you think is a gap between between what maybe someone in a position like mine might bring into that interaction with what a person sitting in your seat is kind of looking for or, or maybe expecting? Um, I suppose it's a hard question because the the reality is no pastor has the time or the energy to to care individually for every single person in their flock it, it would just be impossible and you just simply cannot do it i think i think probably at a base level probably everyone kind of wants that personal touch which is pretty much impossible um so i think in light of that i think you just you just do your best to make yourself available to folks um i mean you know you, you certainly Get around after services, catching up with as many people as you can. The other guys do as well. I appreciate you saying that because I think for a lot of people, they are missing that level of engagement and interaction. And while we're on kind of a serious topic here, how much are you looking for your pastor to engage you about your faith? How much are you just looking for somebody that you trust to kind of take an interest in your life? Are those things separate? Are they the same? Like how, yeah, I think oftentimes you know, I, I ask this and I'll shut up in a second, but I ask this because oftentimes people in my position are coming into a conversation or into a relationship thinking, okay, my role in this is to try to encourage someone in their faith. And I can see how if some, the other person is not along those same lines or maybe they're not in that space where they're thinking about their faith, but they're just, you know, maybe really hurting or maybe they're wondering does, you know, am I, am I important or am I valuable? They're just wanting to be affirmed that I could see someone really wanting a friend. I think any of us could be that person. Yeah. Yeah. I think if we're relying on our pastoral team to look after every single person, it's not going to happen. And then we're going to wonder why it didn't happen because it can't happen. Um, if you're going to church just to kind of enjoy the show and be fed and leave again, and you're not actually contributing to to the process, 
to someone else's spiritual walk, then that person's missing out. I think any any of us can be that person. Um, obviously, we, we don't all have you know counselling training or theological training or whatever. There will be a limit to to what we can provide as people. But for many people, all they're looking for is a listening ear. That's all they want. They want to come to church. They want to say hi to someone, feel welcome, feel loved. That's all they're looking for. I can appreciate that. And anyone who wants to sign up for Arden Beach's active listening workshop, <laughs> Roland starts when? Just, just line up. I'll be at the back. That's right. Uh, no, but I, I do appreciate that. I think you're absolutely right. We all can be that to each other. And it's amazing how, how much we can show love just by listening to people. Uh, and then we're really gearing up for the 3rd of July when we're all back to one service. And that's going to be one service in the morning, 9.30 a.m. We're still going to do our evening service at 5.30 uh, but I think for our people, this is really what they're familiar with, what they're comfortable with. And that's going to enable us two weeks later on the 17th of July at the start of term three to begin resuming our kids' classes again. So uh, I think that's something that we're really looking forward to. There's a bit of excitement and shout out to all the volunteers who put their hand up to say they'd like to be involved. We can't do it without you. So a huge, huge thanks to you for that. And uh, those are some things we're really looking forward to. Um, and the other thing that's kind of on my docket is we're putting together a proposal for a grant to hopefully uh, get some of this government money that's yeah. being thrown around. Absolutely. Uh, billions, I heard, being thrown into Western Sydney. So, so we thought, hey, you know what, we'll pray and we'll see if the Lord might move the hearts of some of our governing authorities to, to really help us with the infrastructure here. And I think that might go a long way to finishing uh, some of the vision from a structural perspective that began over 20 years ago. So anyone who wants to write a letter of support that we can attach into our proposal, we'd love to receive it. doesn't matter if they're a Christian or not or church attendant or not, but someone who's had something to do with our facility, and we'd love for to add that in so we can get support for that. Yeah, and these, the guys doing these grants really look for community engagement. So if you can you know, send some support in, that's, that's really what they'll look for, yeah. I've really appreciated this conversation. Thanks for thanks for taking the time. Easy done. Easy done. Um, this has been week one, week one of many, hopefully, of this week at Scores. Windsor. Scores. Mate, it's just it's going to continue for a long time. It's but, it's going to live yeah. in infamy. It'll just be a, a weekly casual catch up with some with some other guests, perhaps week to week. Find out what's happening in the church. Get some new perspectives from the pastoral team. That kind of thing. See you where it takes us. Thanks for joining us wherever you are, in the car, at home, sitting in bed, wherever. Hope you liked it.